Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time of day it is when you may tune in. This is Minister Kay Mortimer, and this is today's edition, episode 100 of our Truth Tidbits as we continue looking at God's Word today and every day this year to see what He might speak to us. <clears throat> so today I'd like to talk about this topic, Leave a Legacy, and I want us to hopefully leave here with the understanding of the importance of that and how we do that and what that means biblically. So there's a whole lot more that I could get into in this, but I do want to pick up from Second Peter chapter 1 again today and build from where Peter has already been laying some foundation. And I want us to see something very important. This has become very, very precious to me because at this stage in my life, you know, I realize where Peter is coming from here and the importance of this, and I hope to pass it on to you, no matter what stage of life you are in, because none of us are promised a tomorrow. We only have today. So it's very important that every day that God provides and gives to us is a gracious gift that we need to treasure and we need to use properly and redeem the time doing the work of the kingdom, doing what Jesus has asked us to do in this life. No matter what field that is in, it may be that you are called to be a, an awesome mother or father. And that is your gift right now. That is your ministry right now. Do it with all your might. If you are called to be a minister or a worship leader or a um, speaker or or a servant, maybe in helping um, in pregnancy care centers or helping in food banks or whatever it is. Let's do it and let's leave a legacy. That's what we're going to talk about today. So I want to read in Second Peter chapter 1, and we're going to look at verses 12 through 15 today. And it says this, for this reason, I will not be negligent to remind you always of these things, though you know and are established in the present truth. Yes, I think it is right, as long as I am in this tent, to stir you up by reminding you, knowing that shortly I must put off my tent, just as our Lord Jesus Christ showed me. Moreover, I will be careful to ensure that you always have a reminder of these things after my decease. So it's, it's very important. Peter here is talking about leaving a legacy of faith. In other words, something that will outlive his life. So he's encouraging here. He's saying we can follow this example because he's telling us exactly what he's doing. He is going to outlive his life by preparing for his passing so that the work will continue and the body of Christ will still be strong and will have the word of God and will have things that can help them along. Now, he didn't know he was writing the word of God, but his book is one of the canon of scripture. He was one of the eyewitnesses to the Lord Jesus Christ, and the early church used several different um, codes and and tenets and so forth by which they examined the various books and decided upon the canon of scripture and we can trust it. He is an eyewitness account 
to the gospels, to um, to the things that happened after Jesus' death, to all of the early church in the book of Acts, Peter was right there. And so his book is trustworthy. And he recognizes the influence and the responsibility that Jesus gave to him, not just in this life, but so that it will reach others in the life to come, in time to come. And we need to recognize that as well, that there are others that we need to be reaching even after our death in whatever way we can. And so we want to talk a little bit about that today and try to understand this. First of all, notice where he says in this tent, where he says in verse 13, I think it is right as long as I am in this tent. And then he goes on and he talks about how I'm going to be putting off my tent soon. He's simply talking about the physical body. Paul confirms that in the book of 2 Corinthians in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, he says this in verse 1, For we know that if our earthly house, this tent, is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. So Paul is confirming in his writings also that the tent that Paul and Peter both are speaking of is just simply the physical body the physical body that we live in at this time. So he's telling us that he knows that his time of life here on earth is drawing to a close, and he is soon going to be dying, the physical death. And so he focuses on our job here. He focuses on his job while we're here. And, and this is also applicable to us, our job while we're here, just like it was his job while he was here. To stir Christians up through reminding them. He's saying reminding them of what? Of these things. Well, let's talk about some of these things. He's reminding them of everything he's talked about so far in all of his books. He wrote 1 Peter, and now he's written verses 1 through 11 of 2 Peter, and he's in, you know, still going to write us many more things before he concludes this, this particular book. So he says, for this reason, in other words, due to the dire importance of this book, and especially of verse 10 and 11, Due to the dire importance of making our calling and election sure and secure, it's very, very, it's very, very important that we make our calling and election sure. We talked about that yesterday when we looked at the RSVP factor of things and understanding that we need to make sure, not delay, not neglect, but we need to make sure quickly, we need to make up our mind choosing the life that God wants to give us through obedience and faith in his word, securing our eternal destiny because our eternal home is what hangs in the balance. After this life, there will be one of two places that we can go. There is an eternal destiny for every single person. We're created by God to live eternally. But not necessarily. We will not do it in this body. This body will be changed. This body will, will shed one day 
in this life, we will die unless we live to see the rapture of the church. And in that moment, we will all be changed into an eternal body. And so Peter is telling us what to do before we cross the door of death, before we lay down this tent and move into eternity. First and foremost, we need to secure our eternal destiny. And he just talked about that in verse 10 and 11, and we discussed that in the last episode of our Truth Tidbits. So he is reminding us of these things, these things meaning his first book and verse 1 through 11, all the things that he's already told us. He says some of those things include all that God has done for us, the importance of knowing him and growing in the knowledge of God, the precious promises he's given us, being partakers of his nature and his character, diligently building the character that are in these the staircase, these steps that he said to add to this and add to this and then add to this. And we've talked about that in a few lessons <clears throat> and in a few topics. He says that we need to be remembering that we've been forgiven so that we don't become blind and short-sighted. We need to be fruitful and abounding in these things that he is telling us to let develop in our life, let the Lord develop in us. And we need to secure that RSVP, ensuring that we have an eternal destiny in the coming kingdom of heaven, the coming kingdom of our Lord. And so Peter says, I'm going to remind you, even though I know you already know this, I'm going to remind you. And as a matter of fact, I think it's right as long as I'm in this tent, I'm going to keep reminding you to stir you up. I'm going to keep doing it as long as I can, even if you already know it. Now, why? Because with human beings, repetition is very important in our learning. We forget. You know, one of the, the Christian comedians, um, writers and authors has written some somewhere, and I don't know who to attribute this to, but they've written, you know, we're like clay pots, we leak. And so we do, we need to be reminded. You know, that's why when children are growing up, they have to write their multiplication tables, for instance, over and over and over again. Why? Because rote, you know, learning helps us to remember things. And so repetition is important to us. And so he says, well, how long is he going to do this? How long is he going to keep stirring us up to remembrance? as long as he's in his body, as long as he's in this life, because he knows that once he goes to the grave, he can't. He can't anymore. He won't have any more opportunity. So he is ensuring that we become strong in the Lord. That's his goal. That's Paul's goal. Paul spoke about that in Colossians chapter 1, that, you know, we're preaching all of this and we're warning you so that you will be mature in the Lord. We want to present you mature in the Lord, Peter has this same goal here. And so he says, he knows that he's got to do this. And right here, I believe he gives us, every one of us, an awesome pattern that we need to follow to make it important enough that we work hard to leave a legacy. Why? Because he knows he's not going to be here forever. He knew he was about to die. And Jesus had already shown him that he would be dying a martyr's death. So he is involved now in pre-death preparation. 
you know, there's uh, plenty in the financial world that will get with you if you, you know, want to get with them about financial planning, estate planning, etc., for your inheritance, for the things that you want to leave behind and who you want to leave them to. Peter is doing that in a sense, but he's doing it for eternal purposes. He's investing in the kingdom of God. And so he's involved in pre-death preparation or planning for the future after him. And in doing that, he's ensuring that he does his part to leave a legacy of faith. He is leaving something behind that will outlive him. And these are his books, his writings. He's leaving them. He's writing them. He says in verse 15, Moreover, I will be careful to ensure that you always have a reminder of these things after my decease. And how does he do that? In that day, he did that by writing his books. They were on scrolls. They were books that everyone would circulate throughout the churches. And then they continued to be written and copied over the years and translated throughout the centuries, canonized into the scriptures, him being one of the eyewitnesses. And so even today, even today, he is still speaking to us. And we still have a reminder of these things long after his death because he wrote them down. Now, that's one way to do that. However God leads us, we need to be involved in leaving a legacy. Now, in the Old Testament, there is an example with David. And David knew that he was going to die soon. He had longed in his heart to build God a temple. He, we can read about that. You can read that in the Old Testament and you can discover how his heart, he, he looked at what God has blessed him with, his palace and all of these things. And he said, it's not right that I'm living this way and I'm so blessed. And yet all I have for the Lord is just this little tent in the back and yet God was content to be in that tent, the tabernacle of David, with David daily, fellowshipping with him. And God didn't demand some grand, you know, golden temple. God wasn't after that. He was after the heart. He's after relationship, and he still is today. But the heart of David was to do that to honor God. And so God gave him that request, but God told him, he said, you can't do it. He couldn't do it because he had committed murder and bloodshed in the death of Uriah. That's why he couldn't do it. And so God said, you've got blood on your hands. You're not able to do that. You've been a bloody warring man. And so David, he recognizes that. He receives God's answer. And he says, okay, then what I need to do is I need to prepare so that it'll be done after I'm, I'm gone, so that my son Solomon will be able to complete the work, and the work will carry on. That's why we're talking about leaving a legacy. It's that, you know, this, the kingdom of God and salvation and the people God wants to reach is far greater than just any one person. But every one of us has a little part to play. And in our little part, one of the things we need to be doing is ensuring that the work is going to continue on.
That could mean that you are raising up your children or grandchildren to take it on after you. There are many ministries where the minister has his children and his grandchildren involved in their ministry. And so when when that minister passes on, it can continue. You know, think of perhaps um, Reverend Billy Graham, for instance. Now you've got both Franklin Graham and Ann Graham Lotz and others in his family carrying on the work, continuing in the ministry, even though uh, Pastor Billy Graham is gone for now. And he's in heaven already with waiting on all of the rest of us to come join him. So the work is continuing on. David ensured that the work would continue on. So what David committed himself to do then from that point forward was to get all the materials he could. And so he gathered many of the materials and he prepared so that the work would go on after his death. And in that sense, he outlived his life. And David still speaks to us today, even though he lived, what, 3,000 or so, 3,500 years ago, something like that, 3,000 years ago, I guess. So here... Peter is giving us his example and the importance, expressing to us the importance of reminding one another while we're alive, continuing to fight the good fight, continuing to speak the truth in love the whole time we're alive, even when it means reminding us over and over again of what God has already shown us and revealed in his word, because we need that repetition. And then also, outliving our lives by leaving a legacy behind. Now, in your case, it might be raising up children to continue the work like we discussed. It might be writing books and articles and other things that you leave behind. It might be leaving behind audio and video messages. I know that's part of of the drive that we are trying to do as our little part so that Even after I'm dead and gone, these messages continue to reach people in some form and some fashion, and the Word of God is still getting out. So whatever God has called you to do, do your best at it. Give it your all in this life and do the best you can to leave a legacy behind you and to outlive your life by leaving a legacy of faith. I pray that this has been a blessing to you today. And Lord willing, you can join us again for future episodes of Truth Tidbits. God bless you today in Jesus' name.